Uh, hello out there. This is Captain Galactico coming at you through time and space. We have a great show for you tonight. We have a possible two guests on our show tonight. Guests, longtime friends, longtime foes. We uh, we could possibly have Gunmetal back on the show if he chooses to uh, join us for a segment. But uh, without further ado, we'll, we'll get straight into it. Uh, allow me to introduce the uh, operator of Political Banter Refuge and the page owner of the Trigger Report. Tyler Woodbridge is on the show tonight, and uh, hopefully we have a uh, quality uh, podcast. Tyler? Uh, how you doing, Bob? Hey, I'm feeling fine. I'm actually very excited to be here. It's a pleasure to be a part of the Captain and Galactico show. I see a lot of great potential in this program, and I've enjoyed listening to some of your uh, previous recordings, my friend. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm glad you were able to uh, join the show. Uh, I've uh, always admired uh, your work on your pages. Uh, I know it's hard to build a page uh, for for some of the listeners out there who are looking to uh, start an online business or or other other uh, pages and groups and just community of of people all over the world. Uh, we are at the at the very cusp of what it could be. The internet is at two percent of the potential of what it will be in five years so we need to jump on this immediately and i think uh myself and uh, woodbridge are are uh in the very early stages of uh development but i uh, i believe with persistence we can uh we can build these pages and podcasts and uh have great content for our, for our fans. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Uh, with the internet bringing so many people together across time and space, and really you look at it in our pockets, in our hands, we hold the absolute continuum of human knowledge. Just think of all the billions of people that are connected through these pages, these communities, these podcasts, uh, with the right effort and the right market, your words can reach uh, thousands, tens of thousands. It's a great way to spread a message. It's a great way to counteract the mainstream media narratives. And it's a great way to make connections uh, because all we are in this terrifying world are the connections that we make. And it's a very primal human experience when you get to put yourself out there like this and, you know, really make these connections. I agree. That's a uh, very good stuff. I was, I was thinking why you, why you were saying that about, about how uh, the earth with all of its people now connected to the internet uh 
what this world is going to be like in the next 10, 20, 30, 50 years from now. It's hard to imagine. Technology is moving that fast that we are unable to keep up with with uh, the changes. It's it's going so unbelievably fast in innovation and technology. If we don't adapt and uh, try to make the best of it now, it could pass us. So uh, we need to uh, stick with it. And, uh, you know, we need to be the voices of the voiceless. Very well put. And uh, b- being a member of certain communities that I am on the internet and I've been part of grassroots political campaigns. I've been a part of big fundraisers. I've been able to see people's lives that were otherwise lost, that were otherwise hopeless, given this hope because of the human connection, because of the human spirit that this virtual world brings together. Uh, You know, for example, a few of my favorite platforms – you know, like Patreon, where you can subscribe to content creators and give them a small nominal fee every month to help support their dreams. And even if you're not looking for a product, you know, something that's really dawned on me in recent years, I used to be really hard on platforms like uh, GoFundMe, because I used to have this impression of all, you know, why would you go on the internet and beg? Why don't you just go out and work for it? But now, in my experience of being uh, you, the work- you uh, Woodbridge, if I could interrupt for a second, you were cutting out on that last few things you said. Could you repeat what you just said? Uh, yes, um, I was just uh, discussing how fond of voluntary funding mechanisms such as GoFundMe that I've grown in recent years. I used to feel that you know it was kind of like begging or panhandling on the internet. But in my 14 years of being in the workforce, I've come to realize that sometimes cutting a paycheck is just not enough for some people. And we need to use voluntary action to help build one another up because the government isn't going to look out for you. You know, your hopes and dreams alone aren't going to hold you up. It's about making these connections and sharing your platform and reaching out to one another. You know, I think something like Patreon, GoFundMe is a good way to lift the underprivileged into the next echelon of human achievement. Yeah. And I'd like to add, um, you know, when, when startup businesses are looking for funding, uh, and even major major corporations who have ideas of, of uh, ambitions that they would like to achieve, uh, and even politicians who uh, have an agenda that they would like to push forward, a key factor in having those uh, things make happen, campaigns, is is capital business capital and uh, a GoFundMe account is because startup businesses aren't always out to make a profit. Some of these businesses make their business and then every dime that they make is put back into their business to keep it growing. They have their personal income 
Sometimes these people are working 40 hours a week, sometimes two different jobs, but they also have a pool of cash that they are pumping through their business in order to make it grow. And that's why I think GoFundMe is a great account. And if and if anyone's listening right now and they would like to donate or or subscribe and uh, help fund the uh, Galactico show, uh, I would I would be so grateful for those for those people because uh, I want to get our message across and I want to interview as many of my fans as possible on the show. So that we can have a great podcast, and it starts with the viewer. If you like the show and you would like to uh, support our show to help it grow, we will be putting 100% of our proceeds into the show, sending it back to you, improving and making our show even better so i would just like to uh let you know that uh i don't expect contributions but if you would like to support the podcast and even the trigger report and political banter refuge also known as pbr we would be more than happy to accept those donations and we will have an incentive for those of you who decide that you would like to uh, support us. So I would like to say that. Uh, Woodbridge, moving on to our next uh, segment. Um, I know you you have um, you've mulled around with the um, possibility of running for the libertarian ticket in 2020 can you can you talk a little bit about that well yes in recent times i've had the uh, honor of making a lot of connections old and new in the political world whether it's the libertarian movement the anti-war movement uh one second one second one second woodbridge if i may ask are you yes or no going to run in 2020 can you answer that question right now the viewers would like to know are you running in 2020 close but no cigar think 2022 i am putting together an exploratory look what's at- uh, what's holding you back why what's what's holding you back do you feel as if you're not ready Honestly, yes, that's part of it because okay, I want. Can I say this? Can I say this? Sure, go on, go on. In in any in any endeavor, I believe, in any um, life changing uh, chapter that you must enter, no one is ever one hundred percent ready for that next big change in order to achieve greatness there comes moments in life where you must take a leap of faith now someone like yourself who has always keep the faith if you will a a quote 
that has lived in infamy between our our old clique back in our poker league days of keep the faith. But keep the faith. Every keep the faith. Every possible um, great achievement requires a leap of faith, and there, it, some call it a crossroads. Others call it a leap, but when it comes to making big decisions, you have to ask, what do I have to lose by running right now? So I believe if you wait until 2022 when you could run in 2020, I believe you're making a mistake. I believe you should prepare it now for 2020 Get that under your belt as experience and then come back even stronger in 2022 and look to win in 2022. But I believe you should go through the process of experience of the 2020 run. That's what I think. Because And sometimes action, yes. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, if I could uh, share my steps towards success that I've planned out, actually, I think our listeners would very much uh, enjoy hearing this roadmap. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I want to work on a statewide campaign as a as a surrogate, as a subordinate, if you will, uh, before, so I can learn the inside of the machine so I can know how it really works before I lead something of my own. Uh, there's a gentleman in the state of Tennessee. He's a businessman, a philosopher, a poet, a, a, a great politician by the name of Tom Arnold. No, no, not the actor and comedian, but uh, his, uh. his nickname is Liberty Claus. And he's running for Senate in Tennessee in 2020. And I'd like to be a volunteer coordinator for him while also working on a marketing degree. That's step two. Oh. So after I get campaign you know experience say. helping you Tom Arnold, go, go you on. Sh- if you should not go to, you should not go to college for marketing. Uh, how do you figure? Well, the number one marketers are not old professors who have no idea what the internet is. I mean, they might show you a textbook. Uh, of what marketing is, but the people working in the classrooms are old professors who do not know how to use the internet. It's like it's like Congress talking to Mark Zuckerberg about Facebook. They had no idea what they're talking about. The best way to learn marketing is from those who are in the trenches of business, and there's plenty of that online right now that you can look up. Things like Warren Buffett, businessmen, uh, ebooks. You can learn all this stuff online. You do not need to pay money to do marketing classes. I believe it is is not the best way to go. If if you're going to take a class uh, for business, I suggest uh, you go into something more like um, finance. Uh, 
And yes, fi finance is included as part of my overall uh, class load over the next couple of years. Uh, the, the thing to consider with um, the school I'm attending, Middle Tennessee State, is that the Jones College of Business is in the top 1% of business schools in the country. The faculty is a blend of career academics with career business professionals mixed in uh, that have the real world experience that it takes to help lead the new generation into a, a world of success with marketing and economics. Uh, we have people like Dr. Daniel Smith, uh, the doctor of economics at Middle Tennessee State, who's very widely published and very widely renowned. And I look forward to uh, you know his tutelage and the tutelage of the other uh, academics at Middle Tennessee State. Uh, being in the classroom today, you know, finally back at it after 10 years away, and I'm just impressed at the sheer amount of technology, these Wi-Fi connected classrooms, these interactive tablets uh, th that you can uh, study and test on, uh, the different my prof I think I was actually older than my instructor today. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a total youth movement going on in academia right now. And um, I'll reserve judgment on just how effective this form of academia really is versus the realm of self-taught academia, because I feel like I'm going to have one foot in both shoes, so to speak. And I think that blended experience is what will give me an advantage over uh, most of these uh, internet marketers by day. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And uh, the way you put it that way, I, uh, I, uh, I've... I have uh, changed my position on that issue. You you uh, you explained it in a way that makes me feel very optimistic about what you're doing. Thank um, you. But uh, another thing I would um, ask you about while you're here is Gary Johnson. Uh, I am not a fan of Gary Johnson. I think he. I would consider myself a libertarian, but I believe Gary Johnson is a horrible libertarian candidate. Change my mind. Oh, uh, gladly. Gary Johnson is a personal and political hero of mine. Uh, this is a man that built a multi-million dollar construction business from the ground up. He started out as a door-to-door -door handyman as a college student, and this is a self-made man who's excelled in business and athletics and politics. He was a two-term Republican governor in a blue state, vetoed over 700 pieces of police legislature, and was the only governor in the late 90s as ending marijuana prohibition, ending uh, foreign occupation uh, that the United States military ending the nation building and really carried over these principles into the second act of his political career as a senatorial right now candidate and a two-time presidential candidate too. So you think Gary Johnson has done an incredible job as governor? 
Absolutely. Uh, and that carries with the poll results coming in from New Mexico right now. In the 11th hour, Johnson took over the Libertarian nomination uh, for the Senate race in New Mexico and is already closing to within 10 percent of the Democratic frontrunner. The latest poll results had uh, Heinrich at 38 percent, Johnson at 28 percent. Uh, Mick Rich, the Republican nominee, is at like nine or ten percent with nine or ten percent um, undecided. You take those undecided voters, say you flip five percent of them, bam, you're in the margin of error. We are in the dawn of a new libertarian era in these United States. If Gary Johnson can make it to the Senate and become that pivotal uh, middle ground, along with people like Rand Paul, <laughs> Mike Lee, and Ted Cruz, uh, between principle and politics. And I- I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Gary Johnson pull this out this fall. In the 2020 presidential election, uh, who are the candidates running for office? Well, obviously, you're going to have uh, Donald J. Trump uh, with a strong re-election bid. Uh, the Make America Great Again movement, despite their foibles, is unified and passionate. It's going to be tough to uh, beat, but who do you think he will run against? Democrat, Libertarian? I see the Democrats putting out – okay – that my head says it's going to be one of those also ran multi-generational people like uh, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, maybe even Bernie Sanders. But my heart, my, my heart wants it to be someone like Cory Booker or uh, Tulsi Gabbard, somebody who's a little bit more centrist, somebody who is young but still experienced, somebody who can really reach out to like the the middle ground and the minority vote and like really pull together the the fringe of both sides in a productive way. Uh, do you think who will be the libertarian nominee for president? Unless there's some kind of 11th hour celebrity or like a Republican flip-flopper, I think it's going to be former two-term Massachusetts governor William J. Weld. Absolutely. And I am enthusiastic about that ticket. I I, I really want to work on his campaign along with uh, Mr. Tom Arnold's too. Uh, Because Bill Weld, he wasn't – I'll admit he wasn't that libertarian when he first joined the party during the last election cycle, but he has grown within the party. He has been fundraising. He has been vouching for uh, candidates down ticket. He participated in the business meeting at the LP convention. Uh, Bill Weld is about as strong as it gets as far as a universally appealing, experienced libertarian challenger. And I think he could actually do better than Johnson his last two rounds combined. What about Oprah? What about Dwayne Johnson, The Rock? Or are there a chance that they might run for president? I I I think Oprah has actually came out and denied that she has any interest. Uh, I think if she ran, she would pull you know some decent numbers early, but then fade out by the time uh, you know like the Super Tuesday comes around. 
Uh, meanwhile, The Rock, I, The Rock has a universal centrist appeal. He, he, he's one of those outsider type of candidates, like a Jesse Ventura, like a Donald Trump that could really make a big splash. Because he's intelligent, he's charismatic, uh, everybody, he has name recognition. Uh, yeah, I, I could really get behind a Dwayne Johnson ticket. Um, I, I think he has the intelligence to, to make up for the inexperience. Uh, I would vote for him in a heartbeat. Well, the thing, the thing is, with uh, Trump winning the election, it it opens the doors for just about anybody who has name recognition to come in and and become president. I believe that the fact that Donald Trump was able to pull this off, it will change American politics. I mean, uh, say what you want about Trump. Some of you might like him. Some of you might think he's a horrible president. But one thing he might do in the long run is open the door. Real people run for office. You might start seeing intellectuals running for office like Neil deGrasse Tyson or other scientists, you might start seeing celebrities running for office. And over time, you'll, you'll begin to see a diversity in our Congress, which I think is exactly what this country needs, is diversity and multi-parties instead of just two. So I think, I think that's one thing that Trump has done uh, that has kind of changed the course of history, and I think that's a pretty interesting concept to think about. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, Trump has made it easy for anybody with a lurid past of, you, you know, d- ugly quotes it's like anybody with embarrassing pictures or a shady past hey you know trump did it why can't you and i i agree i'd really love to see instead of all these lawyers and doctors and career politicians uh you know dominating congress on both levels you know get the truck drivers the uh call center representatives the post off the post uh postal carriers you know get the microbrewery the musicians the uh factory workers get that rainbow that that's how it was originally supposed to be you know the congress was always supposed to be representative of the people but instead it's become representative of corporate uh interests and uh and the best way to sweep the rug out from under this domineering faction is to vote independent, vote libertarian, vote green, you know, vote for the nobody, vote for the right-in candidate, vote with your principal, and sweep the rug out, sweep the big money tickets away from these elections and put the little guy back in and see, you know, hundreds of years of the elites running this country we have a 21 trillion dollar debt we're still dropping bombs on seven middle eastern countries trust in government is at an all-time low if we turn it back to the people we could really see some change about the debt about the debt that is impossible to pay back could you ever imagine america where there is no debt the Federal Reserve has a system set up to where debt is impossible to pay back. So 
What can you do about the debt crisis? It doesn't matter which president comes in. We're spending $800 billion a year on military. If we don't start, um, uh, you know, I think in the next, the times that we are living in today are the most fastest, craziest, most exciting time to be alive because things are happening at an exponential rate that every every year every six months advances of technology are happening so fast and you and you briefly hear about it in the news because it's happening so fast and here in the next 10 to 20 years, things are be going to become internet dominated and we will live in a digital world. So uh, we could be living in a world of uh, cryptocurrency. We could, we could, things could change. Uh, I have no idea what, what the future has in store, but, but sometimes I, I feel as if though we're heading straight into the shitter, but other times I think about the state of the big picture and I begin to feel very optimistic because I feel as if though with the rise of the internet and and like I said earlier, the internet is only 2% of what the potential of what it will be in the next three to five years which means this is a modern and if we don't begin utilizing the internet to become business people now we're going to miss the ship and uh, I don't want to miss the ship do you because I think we have a lot of a lot of great things to talk about I, I feel this has been a great podcast I'd like to thank our sponsor, Duder's Barbecue. Um, is there anything you would like to add before we um, we uh, close this thing out for for uh, tonight? There's so much more we gotta talk about, but we 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 gotta uh, we gotta wrap things up. Uh, yeah, just real quick, uh, I want everything uh, check out. Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Recognize how you are an outlier. Recognize what makes you unique. Recognize your market and start taking steps now to build the community that you need to prop you up to build you into the person you can be as we go into the digital age. I'm Tyler Woodbridge and I want to thank all of you out here for listening to me and listening to Captain Galactic tonight. I feel like it was an awesome show. Uh, I agree. I I feel like this was a, was one of our best shows. Uh, can I can I look forward to uh, having you on for for another episode uh, soon? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, shout out to the Anchor application for making this possible. Uh, this has motivated me to build up the Trigger Report, and I'm looking forward to being back on the Galactico show again later on. Maybe. Maybe this week. Yeah. I, I had fun, man. I had yeah, fun. It's, it's a great platform. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, I, I wish we could continue this more, but like I said, I'm at work trying to uh, sponsor this show. So, 
Uh, don't forget, we're always looking to grow, and we have incentives for people who uh, are willing to uh, contribute. Uh, also, on a previous cast, I uh, I mentioned a special code for those of you who listened to the entire episode. That special code is Trigger Report. So, if you not not you Woodbridge, but if you go oh, to my, if you go to my page on Facebook, the Captain Galactica Show podcast page on Facebook, and you comment trigger report anywhere on the page, you will receive a mystery prize. That is the special code. I will say it once again. Special code is Trigger Report. So comment that on our page and you will receive a mystery gift. I'm Captain Galactico signing up. Coming at you through time and space.